Hello everyone! Before we get today's episode going, I have some fun news to share with you guys. We have... Are you ready for this? Brand new merch! If you haven't had an opportunity to check out the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com, you would see that there is a wide range of amazing stuff done by some outstanding artists, such as the retro design done by Roya Shahidi, the wonderful human designs done by Elgis Grandpa and My Emerald Tears, and of course, the wonderful Mr. Moneybags design done by the wonderful Tipsy J Hearts. Well now, you can have a whole new meaning to streetwear with this wonderful new spray-painted Mr. Moneybags design done by Drags. Inspired by the shirt that he draws for his persona, I saw that shirt and I instantly thought I need to have a Moneybags version of it. So I made sure to commission Drags to make this a reality and he knocked it out of the park. Available in t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, even pennants, which is a new one for me. That's, that's, that's interesting. You can find many different ways to rep this incredible design today. We even have a fun little snapback version of it that you should be repping on top of your head today. Seriously, Drags knocked it out of the park with this design, and I think that it would be a wonderful addition to your clothing collection today. So please go to pmap.creator-spring.com so you can order your new merch today. Welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and, you know, normally I, I allow my guests to have their normal conversations and have some fun, you know, let loose a little bit. But for today's episode, I think we did a little too much clowning around, and I think that is perfect considering at least one of my guests for today's interest, because I'll tell you right now, this episode, very animated in energy. Today's guest is Pingo and Pongo, a dynamic duo that are bringing a truly animated energy to your Twitch experience starting next Wednesday, January 25th, with their first stream of It Takes Two. I have at least known Pingo for a little bit, um, and whenever I heard him announce that they're going to be starting this new venture with their significant other, um, I knew I had to pull the trigger and get them on the podcast and have a fun conversation, which you will be hearing before too long. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you support Pingo and Pongo with the links in the description below, especially their Twitch stream, the Pingo Pongo Poogle Zone, aka the PPP Zone. Like I mentioned before, they're going to be having their first Twitch stream January 25th, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You should absolutely be there because it is going to be a fun time. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. I see that stuff and I absolutely love it. If you want to go a little bit further with that support, maybe you should consider contributing to the Patreon at patreon.com PMAP. For as little as $1 a month, you can see your name added to the end of the episode, you'll get exclusive bonus content, early access to episodes, and so much more. Consider joining the Patreon today. 
And look, if all you're looking for is just a nice, cool place to where you can talk about art, meet other artists, really grow as part of this community that we are building here at the Postmodern Art Podcast, then maybe you should consider joining our Discord server, The Artist Sanctuary. We've already developed a wonderful group of people there, and you know what? We think you would be a wonderful addition today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Oh, do you have another artist doing the the thumbnail for this podcast? No, I was going to ask you to do the thumbnail for the podcast. (laughs) Okay. I, I mean, heard you say artist and thumbnail, and I was like, oh, are they going to have someone else do it? No, I can do it. Hell I, yeah. I was going to say, I always right. try I always try to ask the artists themselves if they are able to do it, if I can commission them to do it. I mean, I asked you to do Duper's uh, thumbnail ages ago, if you remember that. So You know, I did, you know, I feel like it's not fair. I definitely already did one. And yeah. I don't, I don't really need the money right now. I am working right now, so I feel like we should pass it on, and we should like give someone else the money who probably needs it. I I appreciate that mentality, but I will also say it wouldn't be the first time I have had someone do multiple thumbnails for this podcast. So okay, like I I I think what was it my producer tips? She, she's done at least like six or seven of them at this point. So oh, awesome! I I think I'm more than happy commissioning you if you're down for it. Oh, I'm down. I'm so down. Okay, awesome. Fuck yeah. Let's do okay. it. Awesome. Let's do it. Three, two, one. All right, Pingo Pongo. Wow, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. I just started the podcast and I already had an empty brain. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It does happen to the best of us. Let me try that again. <clears throat> All right, Pingo Pongo. Before I really get this podcast going, I want to give you more or less the well not the future i want to ask more or less the icebreaker of the podcast if i may uh-huh, uh-huh. let's say you both get to go to a desert island on your own accords it is just you alone with your thoughts you get to kick back relax breathe get to truly enjoy yourselves a little bit with accommodations you're not stranded on a desert island it's it's a vacation more or less okay. just on your own yeah. island or whatnot uh-huh. okay to help with whatever vibe you want to try to go with on this island you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art to help with, like I said, whatever mentality you want on this island. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Could I exchange that piece of media for Pongo? <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetheart. I think I'd go crazy without uh, him. Aww. Uh, yeah, I my answer was a lot less sentimental and a lot more just like, straight up just a joke i was gonna <laughs> reference a good old nicholas cage bring the piece of media that is the declaration of independence <laughs> um, just to be just to be a goofball um originally when you started saying deserted island my whole thing was okay i'm gonna bring like water treatment kit and then you're like wait no it's not survival and i'm like oh crap now what do i do <laughs> <laughs> it's not for survival yeah, what I, good uh... is going to an island <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are, yeah. there are well, island resorts. Why else would I go to an island? I yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, usually that icebreaker question is like the survival one. So I yeah, got, right, I got right. caught off guard, which I suppose is a better icebreaker. Yeah. 
Because it's like if you're thinking survival, yeah. obviously, obviously, like you know, if I was to say one piece of media or one piece of art, people would be like, okay, that mm-hmm. how to make a raft on a deserted island or something like that, or like you know, I would bring a boat. Like obviously, get we know if you, you know, like we know what would happen if you're deserted on an island. You would try to get off the fucking island. But if this is like yeah. a vacation for yeah. you and you want to get like a good mentality and a good vibe to go with it, like again, what would that one piece be? That's the question. And honestly, the Declaration of Independence is a very intriguing one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was more so just the reference of just like Nicolas Cage because that movie's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> so, so um, what? So would you take so the declaration? Would, would you take the Declaration of Independence to try to see if Nicolas Cage would come to Probably. that island searching for it? <laughs> and then he would get me off the island and then save me. I know <laughs> ah, it's not a survival situation, cool. but meeting Nicolas Cage would still be cool. Yeah, you're right? playing five D chess right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I get to I get to stay at a cool resort, but then also meet Nicolas Cage because he's hunting down the piece of media that I brought with me. You have to like place it underneath a box and like trap him in there, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I uh, or or like bring a, a Van Gogh piece and have Doctor Who come and get you. No. Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, have Van Gogh chase you down. I was like, him, hey, he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> zombie Van Gogh comes out. No way, zombie Van Gogh! Zombie Van Gogh! Well, I mean, he already had one foot in that direction whenever he lost his ear, but that's a whole different story. Oh, Alright, you know what? This episode's podcast is over. Hasta luego, mi amigo! No. <laughs> But nevertheless, Pongo and the Declaration of Independence, those are your answers. Yeah. You're link you're locking yeah. that in. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And if that's the case, in a very wild start, I cannot think of a better way to start the postmodern art podcast. Welcome everyone, I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh Feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. You can support the podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram, if they're still alive, at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guests. They are the dynamic duo that will be bringing you a truly animated energy to your Twitch experience at Pingo Pongo Poogle Zone. Welcome to the podcast, Moose and Cam, better known as Pingo and Pongo. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. How are you two doing this evening? Super good. Awesome. Doing awesome. great. Doing Good. great. I'm so glad. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I'm certainly more or less excited for today's episode. Um, Moose, you and I have been talking a good bit, obviously, beforehand. I knew you were going to be some energy, and hearing that you and uh, well, hearing that Pingo and Pongo was going to be making their Twitch debut here before too long, and seeing the little teases and the little energy that you've been just pushing out there into the world it has me more than excited more than anything else because i know what it, i i i i know the energy that you guys are gonna be able to bring and i am all for it so that's why i knew i'd have you on the podcast to really like get that energy on full blast but before we really divulge into the stuff you guys are about to be pushing out there into the world i want to go back just a little bit and know more or less the origin stories of pingo and pongo or i guess in this case moose and cam 
I want to know more or less, if I may, what got you interested in art in the first place? Uh, do we want to start with Ping or do we want to start with Pongo? Mm, I mean, whoever wants to go first. I mean, I'm down to hear either or. Pongo, Pongo, Pongo. Pongo, Pongo, Pongo. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say you can go first, Pingo. It's, okay. You have way more background with art than I do. I mm-hmm. literally just do art in my free time. I doodle. <laughs> I, you know, write like creative stories and stuff. So, my 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 history goes back to like most kids doing that kind of thing. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, don't I'm not classically I mean, trained or anything. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's not like we're not gonna divulge into that kind of stuff. I definitely want to learn more about it. I just want to learn sure. more just, like the the first sparks of like art or first instances of art that your first exposure to it more than anything else. Okay. I was wondering what, what got you interested in it in the first place. Um, my origin story is really yeah. embarrassing. I think, I think Cam, you should go. First. <laughs> uh, okay. I, yeah. I, I guess I can, I, I, I have some background or at least some reference on which I can, I can feed off of for, okay. for a little bit until you, <laughs> want to go into your story um when i was younger um like i said i was i doodled a lot um and anytime i would be like out of class like you know doing homework or whatever i would take a break and start drawing Mm -hmm. and i would end up making these comics and stuff and it was it was funny because before i had even like really gotten into I, I wasn't watching any YouTube, you know, I didn't watch any like um any movies or anything that were like quote unquote like out of my age range or whatever. I, I was pretty, you know, pretty not not necessarily sheltered, but you know, I, I never really had like free internet access or anything like that. Okay. Um which feeds which feeds into my point. Um one of the first comics that I had ever made was about an orange who would go on adventures and like get in trouble and his name was dumb orange which is extremely close to annoying mm. orange but i swear there is no crossover <laughs> there i had never seen an orange until i had already painted that character you've never seen so, an orange before <laughs> no i haven't seen annoying orange oh oh my goodness <laughs> right yeah, that, that, if that... i created the if i created an orange that would be impressive <laughs> I was gonna say. I give you credit. Uh, yeah, there you go. I was gonna yeah. say, like, yeah, that's totally. Are you saying that you didn't have that free use of the internet? When are you saying that for legal reasons, so that the annoying orange doesn't come after you and try to sue you for libel? Or... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah, come yeah, into yeah. the stream. I they're gonna. Him they're gonna back. say fuck I you guys. I still have the. Yeah, I still have the collection of my original comics. <laughs> oh I have my a goodness. little like three ring binder. I don't want them to come and have to take that away from me. You know, it's childhood memories. You've got like trade. To go you gotta into, have like a uh, trademark you know, stamp on everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, right, yeah, yeah, I got into doing that. Um, they're not very good. They're extremely <laughs> goofy, but you know, they're 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 silly. I mean, um, to be fair, I like, also created the, the, a whole bunch of. I mean, to be fair, like everyone, at least, at least for me, like I was kind of in the same boat. Like I remember some of the doodles or some of the comics that I would made. And I think back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, they were just cringe more than anything else. There was, there was, there was, there was was a comic that I made to try to basically tell a girl that I liked her more than anything else. Um, 
to where like if you remember okay yeah yeah i'm trying to think i think this was 2010 11 12 somewhere in that range and i know totally dates it because there was a song on the radio called stereo heart by jim class heroes featuring adam levine And let me just yeah. say that that was more, I'm yeah. not going to go too much in detail, but that was more or less the basis of the comic. And um, let's just say after I gave her that comic, she didn't talk to me for like two years. So, yeah, mm. I'll let you know how that went. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Hey, <laughs> what? Water in the, in the past. In the I was going to say, like, for God's sake, this, this was high school. It's like over, was it over 10 years at this point? Jesus, I'm old. Um, anyway. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, yeah, every, hey, everyone has to start somewhere, which gives me back to Pingo. I want to know your origin story now. Oh, no. Okay, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> so when I first started, I was a little, a little, little tiny little baby, and okay. I would draw, and I would draw Sonic characters. And I was okay. really into Sonic. Okay. Uh, that's not the embarrassing part, somehow. <laughs> um, so I would, I would start off by drawing Sonic characters. Um, I was a menace. I used to trace art and that's how I learned I'm a criminal. Um, I used to, I used to trace other people's art and I used to, I used to stick it on my wall so that I could always look at it. Mm -hmm. My entire wall was full of just Xerox papers of (laughs) like traced Sonic art that I stole from the internet. Um, and that's how I, that's how I learned. Um, and then I got to middle school and I stopped because I was fo- I was so focused on school. I stopped drawing for a long time, okay. and I got to writing instead. Um, my actual inspiration to continue drawing art was out of spite. Ooh, go on, <laughs> spill the tea, brother. <laughs> <laughs> was because there was this girl who was in my class in in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. She was she was the best artist in our class. She was amazing. Um, we went to, I went to like a party at her house at one point and, and on her computer, she had a, a drawing tablet, one much like it, like the one I have right now. I had never seen that before. I had no idea what that was, but she told me she would draw on it. Instantly. I was jealous. I was envious. And from that day forward, I said I would be better than her in every single, every single thing I ever did in class. That's the, <laughs> That's the that's one of the main reasons that I actually began to draw again was because I was so envious of another girl's drawings being better than mine. You know what? You know what? Fair. It's not it's not the first time that I've heard someone go all in on their career just out of spite, believe it or not. So <laughs> I I feel a little bit better about it, but not very much. <laughs> Well, I was, I was gonna say, what was it? You know, you know Samuel Higgins, Eldritch Grandpa, right? Yeah. He has said many times before that he mainly got into VTubing because someone straight up told him that he would never make it as an old man. Uh, see, that's the thing is you can't tell people you can't. You can't see that, that. I feel like that's more like validating though, because if someone says, "Hey, you can't do it," you can prove to them and say, "Yes, I can," yeah. and it's a victorious story and it's a great story to tell other people. I just didn't like that this girl got more attention than me. And you know what? That's still valid, especially seeing the road that's kind of <laughs> taking you on. 
No. Yeah, exactly. But... If anything, you should be thankful for it. No, but listen. Where you are now. The reason that I was so envious, not only did she draw better than me, she drew Sonic characters better than I did. Oh, could. no. It was personal. Uh, it was so personal. That was a dagger to the heart right there. Yeah, we were best friends after exactly. that. But, oh, my God. I hated it. <laughs> You were best friends out of spite at that point. <laughs> I was best friends out of spite yeah. so that I could go to that party and potentially steal that tablet from her. Just out of curiosity, so how she's doing these days as an artist. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't even want to think about where she is right now. She's probably, like, on top of the world. She's She was an incredible artist. Okay. Okay. Well, I sincerely hope the best for them more than anything else. But, you know, no, yeah. but at the same time, like thinking about, okay, obviously that was the start more than anything else. And again, like, you know, hey, look at where you've been able to develop from there. So I have to ask for both of you, when did it go from this, like, just general love or in Moose's case, spite to a passion and then wanting to make it your career? Um, Probably... Probably after I graduated into into high school, okay. And I got to and I was in a bunch of art classes, and I don't know, I was top of my class, and I think that I think it's still that like envy thing. I was better than everyone else, and so I said I could probably make a living out of this. <laughs> I'm not like that anymore, thank God. <laughs> I'm much more. I, I don't know about don't, that. Don't, <laughs> me. don't you do that. I'd like, uh, I like, you didn't, you didn't know me in okay. high school. You did not know me in high school, but I, I did think. did not know you in high school. No. You did not know me in high school. I think I am much more humble no, now than I was me. before. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't really have a gauge for it. No, you don't. Yeah, and I enough. hope you never will because I was a terrible <laughs> monster. <laughs> enough you're nothing but sweet to me so i sure hope so <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what about you stinko hooray all right come on pongo what guys oh. when did it go from just like a general love to a passion and wanting to make it your career well um i wouldn't say it's necessarily a hundred percent what i want to do as a career Mm -hmm. um i'm interested in biology and okay. life sciences um but i do i really do enjoy the arts as a hobby at least for myself and i totally see it being a valid uh career opportunity for anyone especially moose or um but i i love writing i write poetry sometimes i uh, love creating worlds. Um, I run a Starfinder campaign um, and an active in several different kind of like D and D circles and stuff like that. Specifically because I like character building and world building. That's sort of he's thing. really so, good at it. I, I, I say I'm in those campaigns. They're awesome. Yeah. Well, me, Thank you. I, I try my best. I so you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, I. I Anytime I'm at work or anything, I'm I'm always thinking about what can I do for my from you know my players or what can I do for my world like oh this would be cool and then I just like build off of it um, and it's and it's fun to think about and it keeps my mind busy from like menial tasks. 
I mean, you know, so, honestly, very yeah. valid. More than anything else, like I'm glad you divulge on that kind of stuff because that's honestly, yeah. just, that's honestly something like I really want to divulge with you in particular because I like I've always been a person that has admired like D and D and that aspect of it. It's someone that it's something that I've always wanted to like. I've always wanted to be a part of a campaign. I was part of a campaign once, but we only did like two, three sessions or whatnot, and then I left college. Um, so like. For you especially, like, what is it about, like, you know, D&D and Starfinder, like, more or less these, like, tabletop games? Creatively, what is it about those that really get you going? So, usually, I'm I'm usually the DM. So, mm-hmm. you know, the person running it, uh, the game master, GM, or whatever. Um, and I really do like making a story or, or, or using, helping alongside my friends to make like a world or a story or something like that. Um, and it's fun because it can like divulge into just the most random things going on. Like they'll be obsessing over the most random thing and then just becomes a story out of it. And so we spend like three hours just like talking about a stupid thing and it's hilarious. It's like, it's a fun time to spend with your fan or your friends. Right. So yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's the fun of being able to share storytelling in a creative way, um, as well as like you know depict different you know like ideas or different kind of people or, or you know overall it's really cool kind of stuff. I mean, I um, that imagine. I enjoy. I can only storytelling, imagine. especially yeah. The oh, sorry, on. you go the, ahead. the 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 campaign that we've been doing together, the Starfinder one. How long has that been going on, Cam? Like a year. Uh on and off probably like a year year and a half yeah okay yeah well, i have so many stories about that campaign and that the, <laughs> uh, those those characters that we've made have stuck with me for so long i i get excited to tell other people about this this story that cameron's made and all the stories that we create together it's it's amazing uh, i i have never had a better like dm that i than cameron like i'm serious I, I, I really try my best. I'm, I'm really happy every time someone like one of my players compliments me um, about my worlds or about how I how I run the game. Um, the other day, one of my other players, uh, he, I work with him and he thanked me um, and said that the last last session we did was really, really fun. Um, so I was extremely happy with that. Um, but yeah, I always enjoy that kind of time you get to spend with your friends because like it's something else to do other than you know like playing video games with each other or you know just kind of hanging out right um it's a fun way of you know it's kind of uh of, of you know just hanging out and role playing with your friends it's absolutely a fun thing to do. absolutely especially like I, I was gonna say like the world building more than like you were talking about like i can only imagine like especially for this campaign that you guys are talking about i assume this is probably you're, I, I don't know if I'd say like your proudest, but probably the most in-depth one hearing the fact that you guys have been working on this for about a year and a half, oh, yeah. the campaign for it. Like just knowing the kind of like scenarios that could be set up and how it plays out, kind of the, the interactive nature that is, you know, working with other people to, to get through this fun story. Like I, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. Tongue tied. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it just seems like it, it just seems like a great time and a really like fulfilling creative experience at the end of the day. It really is. And one thing that I just remembered what this tied into. So when I was in middle school, Mm -hmm. um, I really got into improv. Um, 
and I did a lot of improv stuff, and I, I did drama and acting overall. Um, it didn't carry into high school, um, but I still definitely liked the idea of improvisation. Um, and I feel like that's a good thing to have as a GM or a, or a DM, um, because you always have to like guess on where this story is going to go. Cause you never really know. Cause you, yeah, overall you're in control, but your players can do at least, at least in my campaign can kind of do whatever they want, but just have an overarching like story mission to follow. And I think that's a really fun aspect of it. Um, is that improv and like not sure where it's going to go kind of thing. There you go. Now I have to ask, obviously for the, for the campaign you both are in, I, I have to know, is there a, uh, is there a campaign moment or is there like a particular, I guess, chapter would probably be the proper word or whatnot, or like a, a certain, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like experience that you guys have that you would say is like the, the best part of the campaign so far. Smoky suicide. Smoky. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm that sorry. That was, that was a crazy one. Uh, uh, Moose, you want to tell it or you want me to? I can tell it. It's my favorite story. Go for it. Go for it. All yours. So, can I, uh, so Cameron's younger brother is a part of our campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and his character's name is Smokey the Bear. Um, <laughs> he is a pyromaniac bear. Um, <laughs> My character was an alien. He's a see-through alien. Or, sorry, they are a see-through alien. Their name is Jesso. Okay. And then our other friend who's in the campaign, um, his character is an orc. His name is Loser. And so Smokey the Bear met a girl at a bar. Oh, no. And her name is Gidget, and they hooked up, and they've been dating throughout the, throughout the game. Okay. At one point, um, we are having a dinner party. Gidget was not invited, so Jesso says, because Jesso is friends with Gidget, Smokey, you should invite your girlfriend to the dinner. Okay. And Smokey says, nah, I'm good, because he's a terrible boyfriend. And so we invite Gidget anyway. And so Gidget comes to the dinner. Smokey finds a way to get out of the dinner and leave. And just leaves Gidget there with us at the table. And so... Um, it's a whole other story why Smokey left. It's a, it's a long story. But anyway, Smokey leaves, um, and for plot convenient reasons, uh, he needs to go talk to somebody on the street. He finds a prostitute, you know, goes to talk to her. In the meantime, Gidget, Jesso, and, uh, Loser go to find Smokey in the car. They find Smokey talking to the prostitute. It looks bad. And so Gidget starts crying. We take Gidget to her apartment. And nobody knows what Smokey's doing. Nobody knows why he's talking to a prostitute. So we take Gidget back to her apartment. And we're trying to calm her down. Everything's, you know, chilling. Um, Jesso has a a little robot partner. His name is a lot of names. But we call him Muffin for for this time. Um, And Muffin is a security drone. So he's up. Uh, on the ceiling right outside the apartment door watching the 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 hallway to see when Smokey's going to come back so that Jesso can get a little warning. Okay. Um anyway, Smokey comes back. Um everyone's mad at Smokey. And and to and to sort of give a warning, Muffin shoots like a, a like a blank at um at Smokey to to ward him off. Smokey gets angry and says, "I need to talk to Gidget right now." And she doesn't want to talk to him. 
And so we're like, not right now, Smokey, come back later. You know, we can talk later to let her, let her have some time to, to relax. And he's like, he's like huffing and puffing. He's like, no, I need to talk to her right now and tries to break down the door. And so, and so Muffin is also equipped with another type of gun. And so like shoots an actual uh, flare at him. And that makes him even more angry now that he can't come inside the apartment and he's being shot at. So what does he do? He goes into the parking lot and slashes her tires. Oh, lovely. Not just her tires. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. In the <laughs> okay. I'm getting there. He slashes, he slashes her tires and says, why would you do that? We know that you slashed her tires. They're going to arrest you. And so he goes, okay, better idea. I'm going to slash the tires of every car <laughs> in the parking lot. Uh, and then uh-huh. gets caught by a security guard. And instead of running away, he kills the security guard oh, and then runs away. Murders the security, murders the security guard oh, and runs so back bad. to our ship. He runs back to our ship at the base. He runs back to he, at the port. Sorry, he runs back to the port, hides away in our ship. Gidget is terrified now that there is a dead security guard. Uh, angry, he's a giant bear. He's a mm-hmm. he's a he's a cyborg bear. So he can do some serious damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's terrified. So we take her to the police station in the meantime, while we go to try find and find Smokey, we take her to the police station. Um, she's checked in. She's going to spend the night there. And then on the TV is suddenly the news. A security guard has been murdered near these apartments. If anyone has any information about it, please let us know. And Jesso, who is the lawful good character says, I must tell the police. Oh no. So Jessa tells the police, and like, how many cars show up at the port, Cam? There, there was like, there was like twenty or thirty police vehicles that were like surrounding the ship. Oh, there were twenty no. or like thirty, twenty or thirty, or like I think it was forty. It was, it was like thirty or forty oh, police cars. Could have been. Could've it was been. something yeah. like that. Like twenty or thirty police cars surround the ship. They surround the ship. And so Smokey is like, shit, they know I'm here. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. So Smokey flies up out of the space station, but he can't leave because the security there is like, hey, if you fly out of the area, we will shoot you down. And so Smokey says, okay, there's only one way out of this. Oh, no. Supercharges the engine and crashes right back into the port. And kills like forty police officers on the scene, yeah, as well as big. himself. <laughs> explosion! And everyone is all rocked, and then like everyone's going crazy. They're like, "Holy crap! You just killed your character!" And then my brother's like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "It was plot relevant. It was plot important." Plot. And I'm like, "Oh man!" And to and to be clear, his oh. character his character was chaotic evil so it made sense but yeah he it, was, would. it was such a journey to get there and it's my favorite <laughs> story to tell it, yeah, all it leaves yeah. is a single question of what the fuck did he what was up what, why what, what was he hiding from his girlfriend why did he need to talk to her so badly so <laughs> that that's the part that I think is the best part is that the best part we no, no, watch. Because us as players knew what Tyler or, or yeah, what my, my brother Tyler was talking about, 
Um, he was talking to the prostitute to try and get his girlfriend jealous. However, they were no, whispering no, no, no. to each other, so no. they didn't know. Yeah, no, no, no. The that's reason, what it was. no, what the happened? reason, the reason that that he went to go is because he wanted someone to impersonate Jesso because he wanted Jesso and Loser to get married. What? Oh, that's uh, right. That was a whole random thing. He, I forgot that's why about I said that. it's a yeah. whole other story. Yeah, so, I forgot so that whole side thing happened. Jesso, Jesso, and Loser are just friends. But we always joke that the characters should just like get married, and so during the dinner, Smokey suggests they should go and officially get married, and we say no, thank you. That's funny, but no, thank you. And he goes, you know what? I'm gonna go officiate your wedding. <laughs> and so we go, but who's gonna be Jesso and who's gonna be Loser? Because neither of us are gonna show up to the court. And he goes, I'll go find someone to impersonate you. I have this guy self. <laughs> and goes to oh, find man. the prostitute and the rest yeah. of the story happens. So yeah, he wasn't like actively trying to like ruin it, but he did. And, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Look, all I'm just gonna say one of my favorite parts. Oh, go on. You go on. <laughs> yeah, go I, I was just gonna say my one of my favorite parts of the, the the campaign that I'm running, or just like overall, is every time I leave something that can be explored later. Um, like I'll leave a little plot thing here, a little something there, and my players will go back and do it like later. So the original party died. Mm. So way fast forward, <laughs> they all get exploded. They all die in space. Spoiler um, alert! A new campaign. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert, sorry, everyone dies, <laughs> except for Muffin. Except was, for Muffin! Blew them up. Muffin's the only one who's <laughs> Yeah, Jessa's pet, or drone, killed everyone, so that's that was rough. Um, after that, I, I, I kind of rebooted the, the, not even rebooted, but just like started it again. However, this was 100 years in the future. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now everyone that they knew... Is either gone or they're just old. Um, but there's people that they've met that are coming back and are, are it's kind of fun to like play into like, oh, a hundred years ago these idiots did this. And then <laughs> yeah, all of yeah. my players are like, wait a minute, hold up, that was us. Yeah. And they we, um... influenced the entire this entire new campaign because of a choice they made in the old campaign. Okay. Really cool. Yeah, we met a in we met opinion. a character named Neil Capper as Jesso and Loser and was it was it it wasn't Smokey because Smokey died. It was okay. Tyler's new was character. Smokey. Was it Smokey? I thought it was Gary it Mander. Was Smokey. No, Gary Mander came in later. Gary Mander came okay. So as as our very first characters as Jesso, Loser and Smokey, we met a character named uh, Neil Capper. And some point down the line, he was cursed and locked away in the depths, the core depths of an evil planet named Eox. And so we never saw him again after that. And then now a hundred years later, just in the, like the last two campaigns, mm. we, we see Neil Capper again okay. as our new characters, Echo, um, Paul and Tug. And, um, it was just so cool because he told us that we were the, I mean, Jesso and, and the others were the reason that he was locked down there in the first place. Okay. Um, so it was so cool yep. 
getting to to see Neil Capra again and him going, yeah, these three idiots stole the sword that stealed away Eox and I got locked down in the center of the earth for a long time. But you know, the past is past and we're trying to mend the future now. And all of us just going, oh, oh, that was us. <laughs> yeah, oops. Yep. Look, all I'm going to so, say yeah, is... It's, oh, it's a blast. I kill him. All I'm going to say is, look, Critical Role was able to get an animated series based off of their campaigns. Where's this animated series? Because obviously really, this has more action. I have, I have like such a good memory of like almost everything that's happened in the campaign. I've been writing a lot of it down, and I honestly would love to make a series out of it at some point because I think our adventures I are think it'd be fun. so funny. <laughs> And they get we really have a sad. Beach episode. We do have the beach episode. <laughs> we, do. Beach episode. <laughs> we do have a beach episode that uh, that's not a good tie-in with being sad. But yeah, <laughs> no. But episode. it gets really sad. But I, I don't want to keep talking about D and D. We have other things to talk about. <laughs> but I was gonna say these are all like four people in the world really get these jokes. So. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I mean, it's, even it's, it's good, good to share. It's good. I mean, it's awesome, and especially hearing, you know, just like creatively, just like the the interesting stories and like the interesting twists you've been able to add to it, or anything else. Like, it, it, that's why I wanted to bring it up in the first place. I love how creative, like D and D and tabletop games, like how it's intriguing awesome. these can be. So that if nothing else, like I'm glad to know that you know. Pongo, I'm glad to hear that you're like really all in on this and like having a blast with it at the end of the day. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. There you go. I now I have to know, Pingo. You can probably be the one to answer this. Did you get to know Pongo because of D and D, or was there something else that led you to to really get to know each other? <laughs> Did, okay. I met I I met Pongo on Bumble because I was banned from Classic. um I was banned from what is it? Tinder. Yeah, uh, I was. Tinder. I got banned from Tinder for lying about my age. Oh no. <laughs> oh no! I got banned from Tinder, so I couldn't use Tinder anymore. So I went on Bumble. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, so the D and D thing came afterwards. Gotcha. Yeah, that was way after. That was way after. <laughs> that that was after. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm certainly glad to hear that you've been able to be a part of it more than anything else. Knowing, like I said, what comes to you, Pingo, the, the creative creativity that you've been able to exude ever since I've at least gotten to know you more than anything else. Seeing your art, I'm not going to lie, I absolutely love seeing your art every single time you post something. Um, Thank you. I, I have to know yeah, more or less like so it is is wonderful and I have to know more or less like some of the inspiration that leads into some of your art. I know one of the biggest inspirations, maybe as of late, who knows, but I know one of the biggest inspirations I've seen is a little independent game series called Five Nights at Freddy's. No, we don't talk about my Five Nights at Freddy's obsession right now. No, but yes, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's, the, that's, my, that's my most recent. That's So I, I really don't post a lot of my art on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I have this issue called forget and I don't <laughs> post things. And I forget to uh, save things. And so a lot of the time my art is like lost to the internet. Oh, no. Um, But so if you look at my Twitter and you look at, you know, that you're just going to see like Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. (laughs) I'm past that now, thankfully. Um, It's still like rotting my brain. 
but yeah, I I don't like it, but I, I indulge well, sometimes. I, I have to know what was it about it initially, or at least when you were really in it. What was it about it that creatively like got you going? Um, Sun and Moon Security Breach. Yep, you know what? That's that's fair. You're not the first person I've talked to that was inspired by those two more than anything. It's, it's just Sun and Moon. It's that's it. I, I don't like Freddy. I don't like all the older characters. I don't know anything about the lore. I don't know anything. All I know is Sun Moon Security Breach. <laughs> Fair so, enough. I, I, so I, I'll go further down this rabbit hole. What is it about them in particular, if I may ask? Like, is it just like they're, they're clowns? They're clowns. Yep. That's that was gonna lead it's to another point. Jesters. That that leads me to another point. I'll just jump straight to it. Moose, I've known you a lot for clowns. You're, you're, I you're... love clowns. <laughs> what is it about clowns that creatively gets you going? <laughs> They go <laughs> silly, silly and fun, silly and goofy and colors. And they go, <laughs> do you remember, do you remember some of the first clowns that like, again, creatively like, or like, I guess got your imagination, got your fascination more than anything else. Um, I think so. I don't know because ever since I was younger, I talked to my older brother. My older brother was there when we were hanging out cam and he was like, yeah, ever since you were younger, you were kind of obsessed with clowns. And I was like, was I really? <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, you were. And I was like, no way. Um, I don't know. I could not tell you what my first ever like beginnings of the sparks for clowns were but i do know my first ever clown oc was a little guy his name was pete the clown and Aww. i made a really creepy uh comic about him <laughs> um but i don't like creepy clowns it's not creepy in that he's a creepy scary clown it's just that like you it's like uh, one of my really old styles of art was like cartoonish realism oh, so okay. it was just like it was just like it was like cartoon style, but like shaded very realistically. Okay. Um, and so it was just imagine a little tiny clown, um, and you kind of like it, it's his older brother Ben, who's also a clown, who like is like he's just sitting with him and he gets curious, so he reaches over and like goes to like honk his nose, and then his nose like pops off of his face, oh. and underneath is just a really small mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need i need to see this character i love that that is so... oh it's it's my it's my first ever it, no that's a lie it's not my first ever comic my first ever comic was a sonic comic All but right. this was like one of my first ever uh comics since drawing again in high school so i will send it to you for sure um but it's 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 a it's a wild ride uh from there and then it was i think that was like the moment that i was like yeah i think i need to draw clowns for the rest of my life and so i just that's just what happened yeah you know what fair enough the rest history the rest yeah. is history i mean especially seeing the history that i've seen with you when it comes to clowns or whatnot i you seem to always just have like a fun time really drawing clowns more than anything else i, I love I, them <laughs> i love them so much i don't i cannot i cannot imagine i can i can okay i like understand why some people can be afraid of clowns mm -hmm. especially with the whole like scary clown like thing that goes on but like if you meet like a genuine clown like they're so chill yeah. and they're so funny they're so cool <laughs> 
I was going to say, I believe that, at least for me personally, like, yeah, there are the instances in history beforehand of, like, you know, creepy clowns, more or less. And that's, like, you know, the the original, like, Pennywise, It, 1990 with yeah. Tim Curry or whatnot. Like, you know, as silly, as campy as Tim Curry's performance was or whatnot, I can see how that could be creepy. I, mm-hmm. I I can think of two major instances on why people could really hate clowns. Me personally, one of them is John Wayne Gacy, which if you know that story, yeah, no, yes, really, I, yeah, yep, we're gonna move past that. And the weird thing that happened, I want to say, it was like the summer of 2016, where there yes, was just these the, like the, the summer of 2016. It was like Halloween time, and all those clowns came out of nowhere. Just just clowns, just like being creepy as fuck in the middle of nowhere. Like, that is the only two major instances other than, like, you know, obviously using clowns as, like, a centerpiece for, like, horror films and stuff like that, that I can see why people have a legitimate fear for clowns. Past that, I mean, it's a clown, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just silly goofies. I don't know. I like the silly goofies. Yeah, that I, 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 look, I'm right there with you. I mean, especially the clowns you've been able to create or what to create or whatnot. Like even with the, like the one that was like, <laughs> even whenever they are like super violent or whatnot, if they're just still good clowns. <laughs> yes, allotment. <laughs> I, I I I I've seen that. What was it? The the one of the clown with like the hammer with blood on it or whatnot that you draw. Yeah, or yeah, that's that's locket. Yeah, locket. Yep. Which, I mean, hey, even then, like, I love that character design that you have for them. Like, goodness. Like, you you really, you ha- you understand the assignment when it comes to the clown aesthetic and you nail it more than anything else. Thank you. I definitely try. Yeah, the thing about Lockett is that I think I designed him specifically to be, like, a yandere, like, kind of, like, cringy, <laughs> like, 2012, 2011, like, cringy little, you know tumblr sexy man type of oc <laughs> so he's supposed to look kind of scary um yeah that's basically it like creepypasta <laughs> i just want to say while i appreciate the description i never want to hear that description ever again <laughs> that's <laughs> favorite description for anything ever then i guess that's one of your favorite ocs then i guess yeah. it's yeah he's my he's yeah. one of my favorites I was thinking you that one, or what was it? Your you also have a. Well, I was trying to allude to it beforehand. Was you have a security breach OC that I think might also be a clown or whatnot? Oh, Kuiper! Kuiper! I love Kuiper. I'm not gonna lie. Like every time I see their design or whatnot, like what I I assume obviously security breach. What was like more or less the inspiration to make that OC? So the inspiration for Kuiper is it's definitely Sun, Moon, and Security Breach. I wanted to make a self-insert character, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's more of just a just a straight-up OC at this point because I, I don't relate to Kuiper at all. He's like a <laughs> surfer dude, bro. I am not a surfer dude, bro. Um, but the, the whole thing with Kuiper was I wanted a sort of OC that had, like, I really like inserting characters into certain, like, games and, and cultures if it it sounds realistic as though like it sounds like like what is it like i'll I'll just explain like explaining the character uh so i i basically wanted it so it when you're in security breach in the game there's Mm -hmm. a section of the game uh where you enter phaser blast which is like a laser arena and when you enter the game um there is a robot there who is like a, he's just like like they have the janitor bots. Mm-hmm. He's basically like a, like a glorified janitor bot that just gives you instructions. And it's like here is your gun. Go through here. Shoot the people. 
And you're like, okay, cool. It is nothing more than that. And so I thought, how come all of these like games, like Roxy's Raceway has a character, it's Roxy or Montgomery Golf. It, it has Montgomery Gator as the character. All of these games have their specific character, except for Phaser Blast. Mm. Why is that? And so I thought, I think it's because there was a character that somehow got like removed, and so they just put the bot in there. And so I was like, I want him, I want my OC to be that character that okay. they removed. And so Kuiper is supposed to be the original uh, Phaser Blast operator. And so he's just this like. He's got the arcade floor pants. He's got like a like a spacesuit sort of theme going on. He's neon colored. He's got flaming red long hair. Um, he's got the cool shades on him, um, and he's supposed to be like really cool and like really really radical. And he's just supposed to be like, all right, everyone, we're gonna shoot some aliens. And, you know, he's gonna bring you into the game. Nineties um, Capri Sun. Nineties yep. Capri Sun dude. Um, and so. He and so I really liked the idea of Sun and Moon who have like a bungee cord so they can like float into the air if they need to. And so I was like, Yeah, I want to give him like a jetpack, like that'd be so rad. <laughs> um, and so he has a jetpack, but it doesn't work, it just shoots out fire and it uses the bungee cord to lift him up. And so I was like, So, how does he die? I think the reason that he ends up dying is his like because his hair is so long it reaches back towards his jetpack mm. and since it only it, since the original idea was just like fake fire like confetti fire but that would be too much mess to clean up just use real fire it's cooler <laughs> so so at some point he's up in the air and just gets set ablaze because how how more five nights at freddy's can you get than a great big fire um and he, say, yeah that's yeah like the number one just, way that yeah <laughs> exactly and so he just bursts into a big ball of flame uh or like a big comet and like shoots down into the ground which is is i guess it is kind of relevant to his name kuiper which is like a like a belt like an asteroid belt yeah um yeah so i don't know it just fit the character and that's just who he is and i love him i mean i I can certainly see why. I mean, it's a, it's a fun character, gruesome way to die, but you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge on a different one. But um, You can't say gruesome. Like you're shocked. It's the five nights at Freddy's. Nah, look, I know. I know. You do be I, doing that. I know. I know. But <laughs> nevertheless, like, you know, especially hearing like how much fun and investment you have with like this OC or whatnot. Some of the, like the clowns OCs that you've had beforehand or whatnot. How much fun is it for you to, like, create a new character, if I may ask? Like, I will like... create a new character every five minutes. <laughs> if you sit, if you are in a call with me and you're watching me draw, it will. I will draw a character and I will draw a new character almost every single time. Unless specifically told, draw this character. I will sit down, I will draw a new character, and I go, this is Larry. Um, <laughs> he works at the construction site and he uh, eats worms for breakfast and that's my character and then i'll move on to the next like next drawing and it's like this is uh orion um he's a minotaur and he lives in space and i'll just keep going and it, it never stops <laughs> you know what fair enough fair enough so where along that i guess clusterfuck of of general like amazing characters and whatnot 
did you come out of the work woodworks with the wonderful uh wonderful pingo that i am currently speaking to right now oh so pingo is like an inspiration from a lot of things it it was i think the whole thing with pingo was the reason that i wanted us to to settle on the theme for just the entirety of pingo pongo poogle was sort of this like retro theme okay because it's it's based on a lot of like older cartoons like um what is it like ozzy and and the cockroaches um Mm -hmm. like that that style or like um we it's so funny i really liked the idea of having a retro tv as the as the sort of like screen mm-hmm. um and then one day cameron and i went to a thrift shop and they had a tv that looked almost exactly like the one i drew yeah. in Ooh. in the in the basement it was like exactly that and we were like does this thing even work like it would be so <laughs> cool. like i want it so bad it would be so cool to have this thing. And we, and Cameron was like, you don't need it. Like I am so impulsive when I go to the thrift stores, I want everything in the store. And Cameron was trying to go, you don't yeah, need it. You don't like, need it. Ugh. It's, it's not worth it. It probably doesn't even turn on, but I was so, I'm so stubborn. And I asked the, I asked the dude at the counter, I was like, does this thing work? Does it work? And he's like, Oh, I can plug it in for you. It turned on. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and, and it was 60 bucks. And I said, we need it actually <laughs> and so we got it and now we have it and its name is tv um <laughs> and so and so we love playing games on tv and we love watching things on tv like over the garden wall something that, that looks Ooh. retro and it and it and it shows up on the tv and it looks awesome um so that, that just older aesthetic. it has that older aesthetic so just that older aesthetic is just so much fun and so um when i when i made pingo my original thought was, I want something that looks ugly. Um, <laughs> some some kind of, like, ugly creature. Because you never... In the VTuber community, it's, like, all about, like, having, like, a really nice aesthetic. Like, like shout out to those people who make ugly characters. Mm-hmm. Because I never see them, and I want to see them, and I want to see a whole lot of them. I love ugly characters. They're, like, probably... That's probably why I like Sun and Moon so much. They're so ugly. But they're so <laughs> cute. You know, and I, I just love it. And so I was like, how do I make a really ugly character? Um, and so I tried something. I tried like something like clowny. So I gave him a, like a big old red nose and I made it like really big and takes up like his whole face. Mm-hmm. And I try to exaggerate like everything. I tried making him like really plump. Now that being really plump is very ugly, you know, um, but I but I tried making him very plump and I tried like making his legs like really stubby and I tried making him I don't know just like like very silly and exaggerated and like nothing like like any other VTuber or like PNG tuber you would see and he ended up being really really cute and I was like okay this is a cute character let's let's make him a, at least a little bit appealing <laughs> and so and so I went and I looked through like other uh, cartoons and so I try to fix the style um, and he's a lot smoother now he's a lot cuter now and I really like how he looks right now um, the only thing is it's like I don't know if you can see my, my discord reactive right now or like the, the, the discord like icon I have right now that's a little drawing of Pingo yeah. um, he, doesn't, he doesn't have his like iconic hair that I put on him and his little his little um, like a little sprangly that he has on there, but that's what he looks like as a little doll. Cause he is a little doll. Yeah. That's what he is in real life. He's a stuffed animal. Um, 
and well not I say in real life as though I have a pango doll I wish but no um but if if he were real he would just be a stuffed doll that we brought to life um he's also uh side cannon he's also made of scrambled eggs um <laughs> because he's just so yellow and he's stinky okay fair <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah made of scrambled eggs and then for cameron's character i designed cameron's character as well um but cameron really really loves muppets he loves mm, the muppets i, I know that he muppets. loves the muppets and so i was like cameron what if i just made you a muppet and he was very excited about the idea and so i made cameron into a muppet um so that's pongo pongo is a muppet um that and you'll see like allusions to it even in his png in his png tuber you'll see like in the corner his little arm sticking out when he's when the puppet's talking yeah um and in the the ending screen um you'll see uh just the the puppet and the toy laying on the ground um you'll see it see it eventually when when we start streaming yes um and just just stuff like that um so it's just just toys just retro stuff just old cartoons and so we want to play older games like i want to play fallout 3 again fallout 3 was the first ever fallout game i ever played and it's the most nostalgic i know a lot of people don't like it and they prefer (laughs) stuff like new vegas and stuff i don't care i like fallout 3 and so we're gonna play fallout 3 again at some point that's it that's pretty much it I mean, if yeah. nothing else, like it's it's certainly a good foundation for a fun character that I'm seeing when it comes to Pingo. I mean, I I know, I like just seeing the art that you have made of Pingo or whatnot. Seeing uh, little bits like the uh, the student animation that you're making or the animation yeah. exercise that you had with Pingo or whatnot. Like, I love like the energy that he just has more than anything else. Like, it makes me fun to see when you guys actually do get to start streaming on Pingo Pongo Poogle Zone, which is the yeah. main reason why I wanted to bring you guys here. I, I, I wanted to ask for both of you guys, was there always a plan for you guys to be streaming together? Like, when did that more or less, like, come to fruition? Like, how did you guys even get invested in streaming in the first place? Um, I don't know. A long, so... I a lot of my friends are, are streamers. Okay. Like you know all of my friends. Obviously you're in their servers and you watch <laughs> their streams. Um but you know all of my friends. All of my all of my online friends are streamers. And so I thought it would be so much fun to stream at some point. But I feel like me streaming by myself, I wouldn't be able to keep that sort of energy that I want. And I love playing games with Cameron. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. Um, and Cameron is so funny as you've, I'm sure you've heard <laughs> yeah. how, how awesome he is when we talk to him right now. He's so funny, especially when we're playing games. He's so much fun to play games with and he's so sharp and he is so like witty. And I always would tell him if you ever started streaming on Twitch or something, you would make it so big because you are so charming. And he says, I, he, I don't know if you would ever do it by yourself. I don't know. Oh, but I'm glad. Yeah. Is, yeah. I, my whole thing is that you're, you're kind of leading the charge and I want to support you and I want to play games with you and I want to be silly with you. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like it would, like if we do this together, I feel like it's so much more fun than if we were to do it one or the other. And then I also, so it's just an excuse to have time to play games with each other. And and I like that other people can get to see like a fun, more fun side of Cameron 
then people really don't see a lot of the time because he's a little he's a little shy sometimes and when we're in oh, calls he's he's not always very active and i feel like people don't get to see the like really fun side of him so i, I really want to like show off how cool my boyfriend is look guys <laughs> look he's so funny right. um and um, i don't know i just think it's fun put a hundred pressure on me i'm sorry it's not, it's, not it's, it's not all about you cameron it's my stream still, so no, okay. you, know, you can be funny but only if it makes me look good okay there you go oh sorry we just lost pongo <laughs> bad internet connection. now go back to me <laughs> i was gonna say pongo's just over here in the corner is like i'm just here for the food <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I do want to say, Pongo, like, yeah, you say that Pingo's the more or less the one that's going to be leading the charge. But I bet if, if Pingo ever breaks down and decides to do a Plants vs. Zombie streams, you're going to be the one taking the charge of that one, aren't you? Oh, I love me some Plants vs. Zombies. Yep. yep. I, I, I have sunk an ungodly amount of time into Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I when I was growing up, I, I used to play Garden Warfare, the first one, mm -hmm. forever. I I have probably thousands of hours on that game. <laughs> um, I would spend like nights, like with my brother. He'd be like, "Cameron, we gotta play something else." I'm like, "No, we gotta keep getting these character customizations. We must stay strong." And then we'd like play until like like four a.m. and then go to bed. And the next morning, next morning, do the same thing. Get right, get right back. Um, but yeah, I ever since the original Plants vs Zombies came out, I've always been a fan of Plants vs Zombies. It's just a, such a fun series. Um, I don't know. I just like the whole aesthetic of it. It's very like lighthearted and silly, but also you know like ooh zombies, like yeah. you know like that whole kind of like oh spooky. It's funny. I mean that is I love it. that that. It, it, it's certainly a another going back to the things we were talking about earlier. It's certainly a unique world more than anything else that they developed from just merely being a freaking what mobile game that that was just like you yeah, know garden yeah. defense or whatnot. It evolved into this whole entire garden warfare. To, you know these plants with like yeah. two hundred different abilities and whatnot. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's it's really insane once you actually take a step back it's and really crazy. think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the game you're playing right now, Cam? That you play on your phone? Uh, well, I don't play it very often, but I do have a Plants vs. Zombies Heroes on my phone, mm. which is just like a card game, kind of, but on your phone. Um, and it's Plants vs. Zombies themed. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. I, I only ever remember playing the very first game. And then he, uh -huh. I talked to him about it, and he's like, yeah, there's this game and this game. And then he'll pull out his phone, and it's like a whole card game with like a whole, it's it's like fully animated with like all these different sequences and different abilities. And I'm like, what, what is this? You know, that's so cool. But like, I, I couldn't get into it, but it's, it's, it's so crazy. All the stuff that they do at Plants vs. Zombies now, it's insane. <laughs> it is pretty nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah. I, I, it is it's such a ridiculous concept and the fact that it has been so successful is so funny i love it yeah it's been successful for years now i partially yeah. blame ea no, i'm Go joking um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i was gonna say like what was it like I, I was kind of in the same boat when it comes to you know what pingo was talking about with the uh you know, only hearing about the first one and then nothing about it. it like I, I remember the first one being out there 
heard nothing about it. And then I think it was like a Microsoft conference or maybe it was like EA play or something like that to where they, they brought out like a, a dressed up like zombie superhero dude or whatnot to advertise garden warfare two or something like that. And I'm like, plants versus zombies is still a thing. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, so yeah, that's, EA definitely kind of lost lost me in parts of it. Like I don't, I haven't played a lot of Plants vs Zombies two. Like that's the main like EA one. That one's all right. I've played a little bit of it, but that original charm of the first game's really right. Good. But right. I do like, I do like the shooter aspect that they did for Guard Warfare because it made it even more outrageous. Like yeah. even the name is just a play. Like it's making fun of Call of Duty. Like that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> I love that parody, and it's just like buy another like big named like company it's like hey modern warfare we're making fun of you by the way <laughs> using plants and zombies that's so funny there you go but let's get back to the streaming aspect real quick before it divulge mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. into making yeah, this sure. a favorite <laughs> zombie <laughs> the, the plant Nah, nah. Well, never mind. I was gonna say like plant cast or something like that said podcast but my word I got tongue tied no but Keep like podcast <laughs> there you go uh <laughs> jesus uh no but it's like it's it's fun hearing more or less that like you guys are really going for it together to really like have this like fun little aesthetic pingo and pongo and 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 poogle which is a a war criminal what who, where did pugo get or poogle get involved in this situation who is poogle what is poogle <laughs> that's a good question i wish i could answer it um, but you basically answered it yourself. I don't know. I don't know what Poogle is. <laughs> I don't know what the whole... The only thing for Poogle, the only idea I had was I thought, like, other streamers have, like, a text-to-speech bot, and mm-hmm. they're really funny. And I like seeing those, like, clips on TikTok of, like, what's that one person with, like, they have, like, a cat TTS bot, uh, and they're, it's like, a, a bug. Jackie the cat or what? Oh, no, not bug, but I know Jackie... Uh, does a little one with like the shit. Oh wait, and then I think the one you might be talking about, Bug. Is it Big Nose Bug by chance? I, yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, okay. I know I see a lot from Jackie. Uh, whenever she posts, the, it could be Jackie too. Having like the the chat cat or whatnot and Twitch and the the Twitch chat always finding a way to like make it like say or like sing songs or something along the lines. Yeah, of yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, see, those those are so funny, and I think they're so funny. And I was like, I want a little character like that. And then we just have Pingo and Pongo. And when I when I originally like came up with the idea, it you can see like the original uh, like title screen idea for it mm-hmm. um, in the Twitch like banner that I have. It's like a crossword puzzle. Okay. Um, and that's where that's literally where Poogle was born was that little idea because Pigo Poogle wasn't a thing until I started making that crossword puzzle idea. And I was like, Pingo, Pongo, Poogle, ha ha ha, funny name. And then I like wanted to fill in the space. So I just drew a little guy and I was like, okay, (laughs) his name is Poogle. And then I was like, that's so funny. I like that idea. And so I like brainstormed it with other people like, like Noel, who was also on the stream before on the podcast before. Yes. Um, Tie in, go watch that one after this one. Absolutely. Noel. Um, so I was like, I was talking to her and, um, and she was like, oh yeah, uh, you could make it like a TTS spot. And I was like, that's a really good idea. That would be so cute. Um, so yeah, Poogle's just a little TTS spot. Um, streamers are also Poogle. If you watch the stream, you are Poogle. You are a Poogle. <laughs> uh, if you join us in the stream, you are a Poogle. 
Uh, poogle is just a general term, um, but the Poogle character itself is just a little creature, just a little CCS bot, uh, also a war criminal, um, <laughs> known for tax evasion, uh, <laughs> murder, um, getaway oh, no. chases, all of all of it, all the soup, all the stuff. I, I was just going to say at the end of it is like, congratulations when you're a part of Chat Your Poogle. So congratulations. Everyone's a war criminal. Everyone's a war criminal. <laughs> Everyone who joins the stream is you a war criminal. You have committed tax fraud. You have committed tax fraud. <laughs> tax evasion. <laughs> More like. <laughs> yeah, tax, tax evasion. Um, yeah, I've, yeah I, I've always thought that the Poogles were also kind of like with old TVs, how they have yeah. that grain to them. They look like the they, he's a little scribble, and he looks yep. like you know like the little like uh, frames of animation where you accidentally get like a hair on it or something, and it looks like ah, uh, like, you know, what, fair. Thing. That's a good. That's a good thought. So, yeah. so that's what I've always thought. It, that's always what I thought it was in my mind. That's um, that's also valid. That's yeah, that's yeah. That that ties in too. That's what he's made of. He's made of just just old film stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean. I, I have to know, like, for both you guys, like, you know, especially as this is, like, ramping up, as we're slowly encroaching in on the debut of the Pingapongo so Poogle Zone or whatnot, like, what's your guys' yeah. mentality like, mm-hmm. when, like, leading up to this debut? Like, how excited or nervous or, like, all the emotions, how are you guys feeling about this? I'm excited. I'm really excited. I, <laughs> so, obviously, we're not big at all. And obviously, you know, like if I will make a post to Twitter and I'll have like five likes, though every like those five likes, I will stare at them for so long and I go, oh my God, five people like this post. That is so crazy. <laughs> that is so awesome. And I get so excited about it. Uh, like I, I will think about it like all day and night. I'll go, oh man, we have a week, a week until the stream. Oh man, it's going to be three days until the stream. And I'll get like excited and I'll tell Cameron, I'm like, what do you want to do for the stream? Do we do this? Do we do that? And I like start getting excited, getting excited. And I'm like, what game should we play? Should we collab with other people? And I start drawing out those little like screens, like the advertisement I did for the, for the, for the first stream we're going to do. It takes two. And so I made the the screen for the, it takes two. And I was, I was, I was so excited making it. And I was so proud of how it turned out. I just, oh, it's so, I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I'm excited. But I'm also a little nervous, um, like like we were talking about earlier. Um, I'm not overly like social, um, so I got to get out of my shell a little bit. But I- I'm comfortable with it. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just you know, it's it's doing it. Oh, good. I mean, I, I mean, I, I yeah. imagine the nerves are always going to be there more than anything else. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you both are probably going to test this. You both are just going to be on stream, just having fun. At the end of the day, that's all that really matters more than anything else. Yeah, if anything, exactly. we're just yeah. we're just we're mainly just going to be talking to each other. So it's it's just hanging out on stream. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there for you. sure. For sure. Also, I just want to say, like, of all the choices for some of the first games you could use for streaming, I think it takes two is one of the best and worst options that you guys could have picked because obviously having the 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 multiplayer aspect, having two people play or whatnot, that makes sense. But also, yay, let's test our relationship by helping two people not get divorced. Oh. <laughs> We've we've played it before. We we we've done okay. it before. Um, mm-hmm. so we know the story. We know the whole the whole deal. I was also the thinking that thing. that was really funny. I was thinking <laughs> that the like first dream title should be like it takes two to get a divorce or something. Um, <laughs> and I just I think that's really funny playing it takes two 
as a couple, I think, because that's what the game is mainly for, I think, is, is for couples, mm-hmm. um, as well as, as well as like, friends, you know, friends can play, but it's really funny when it's a couple playing this game. Um, and so, I, just playing the two of us playing It Takes You, I think it's gonna be really good. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a blast. I'm excited for it. Absolutely. Yeah, I gotta say, like, on top of all of it, the aesthetic that you guys are pushing out there, like, obviously what you guys were talking about beforehand with TV and, like, the the old classic, like, cartoon characters and kind of the, the, the playtime thing or whatnot, like, I love your guys' aesthetic going forward with this, you know, with the zone Yay! more than anything else. It's a fun aesthetic. How important, is, how important is it for both of you to have that aesthetic out there? Um, for me... I, you know, the aesthetic really could have been anything. I don't think like I agree. I, I'm not like hard set on it. Okay. Um, it, it could have really been anything. I'm just, I think it's just really fun having it be retro. I know a lot of streamers do retro, and that's fine. I don't care about other streamers doing retro. Um, I want to do retro, and I want to do it my way because I like retro. But if I didn't want it to, it could have been like, like what is it like, like '80s arcade themed. It could have been that, and and I don't I don't care I don't I don't know it could have been anything I'm just glad that it was this right now and if ever I wanted we want to change it in the future we can change it in the future it doesn't matter that's true yeah it's one of those things that I think you can adapt with right like it has a lot of that kind of um, I, I always like to think of it, of it as a like after school kind of show like you go on you turn on the TV and then you know here it is you got the you got at the Pingo Pongo Poogle show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you could do, like, different things with it. You know, you can have, like, the Halloween special Ooh. or something like that. You know, yeah, the have, black, have the black and white little, little special. Things about it. Yeah, exactly. Have it have add a little spice to it, you know. Um, so I, I think it's a good, like, base. And you can yeah, build it's, off it's of it really any way you want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, there you go. I mean, that's just that just sounds like fun at the end of the day more than anything else. I mean, especially thinking, you know. Oh, yeah. Especially thinking, you know, as you guys are about to go forward with this, thinking back to like, you know, as we're talking throughout the entire podcast, all the different aspects of art or whatnot, you know, that you guys were involved with, whether it's writing or like art animation, like thinking of all that, the journeys that you've gone on on so far and the fact that you're about to take this next step into a fun venture. Does it ever amaze you guys just how far you've been able to come along as artists? uh yeah i honestly didn't even think i'd ever be streaming it's always been one of those things in my head where it'd be like it's so cool it would be so cool if i stream something on twitch (laughs) and then now i'm like i'm about to stream something on twitch with my boyfriend oh my goodness you know (laughs) yeah yeah exactly I mean, I can only I, I can only imagine the fact that I myself have have been debating on getting into streaming myself. I, I, I need to be better committed to that and also maybe not run it on just a gaming laptop so that it doesn't crash and burn. <laughs> Fair but, enough. I mean, I at least need to go forth and do it. It's something that I said I was going to do like last year. But even then, like, you know, the fact that, you know, you guys have come along this far and been able to to do so much incredible fun stuff. And the fact that you're about to do this amazing fun venture together. Like, I, I have to know when it comes to the, the Pingo Pongo Poogle Zone, what should the fans expect? What should people expect whenever they're tuning into one of you guys' stream? Uh, 
I don't know if your expectation should be too high. <laughs> yeah, uh, just us goofing around playing think, video games, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think just we're like just going to be a goofy. Good casual time. Yeah, yeah, just goofy, well, I guess. Uh, look, I, I, I didn't say it had to be some like this, this grandiose freaking V shojo like you know ultimate yeah, showcase no. or something like that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I didn't, no. I didn't say it had to be anything grandiose. Like that. if it's just a fun, cool time to where people just get to kick back, relax, and have some fun, laugh with you guys. Nope. That, that that's it. That's a perfect thing to aspire I, yeah. for. I really hope that's all it's gonna be. I really hope that it can be something like that. I really like. I I don't ever expect to like hit it big. I don't expect this to be like a full time job. I I don't even expect it to be like much of a hobby. It's just sometimes. It's just on Wednesdays we have the day off. Let's play video games. And why don't we play video games with people in chat so they can watch us play video games? I think that'd be fun. Um, I don't expect to have a lot of viewers at all. Um, and I really just want it to be just like, if someone happens to pass by and they think we're funny and they want to hang out with us for a little bit, that's cool. That's really awesome. And I'm glad you can hang out. And this is a safe enough space and a, and a, and a chill enough space or a goofy enough space that you want to stick around and you want to hang out with us. This is it. There you go. There you go. That, I mean... Like I said before, it doesn't have to be anything grandiose. It doesn't have to be this big old dramatic thing or whatnot. That, that that's a good mentality to have. It's a good fun time that you know other people just want to be involved with. What there's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, like I'm all for it. I am absolutely a million times over uh, uh, all for it in the uh, God damn it words come back to me. Oh <laughs> yeah. good. I am I am all for it because I mean even just getting like the the vibe that I've gotten just from our conversation alone from you guys getting the, seeing the energies that you both have had how they fed into each other or whatnot and just knowing more or less like the good foundation of what to go forward or whatnot I expect it to be just a fun stream at the end of the day that that's all I want to see yeah me too <laughs> and yeah that's that that's that's what we're going for well there you go so there you go well. Pingo Pongo, we've been discussing a lot when it comes to art and streaming and all sorts of different aspects and whatnot. But for this next question, if I may, I want to give you both more or less the dream scenario. Let's uh -huh. say I am Big Shot Mr. Moneybags, which I wonder if I can do. Uh, that? Cam, I know you're a big fan of, of Muppets or whatnot, puppets, but if you could see that yep. little corner right there, the, my my little Mr. Moneybags logo right there, it's it, it's a Muppet. Yeah, Puss is also <laughs> oh, yeah, a Muppet. Yeah. So nice. So if I ever do get the opportunity to drop in on one of your guys' streams, you better believe I'm gonna be repping the the Mr. Moneybags Muppet man. So I got y'all covered for that one. But oh god. <laughs> but back to my thing. Let's say I am Big Shot Mr. Moneybags. I come up to you and I'm like, look, Pingo Pongo, and I guess Poogle. Potentially Poogle. And potentially Poogle. Although for for legal reasons, maybe not. Um, but <laughs> yeah. but mainly Pingo Pongo. You know, we, we see kind of the fun you're able to to bring out. We see kind of the, the, the cool opportunities you guys have more or less created your, for yourselves, whether it be through, you know, hobbies like D&D &D or potentially your future careers like with animation and art and such. We have access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible and more money than there should be possible. We could probably be helping so many other people get like their dreams come true, which we will. We'll get to that. But right now we're focusing on you two and kind of poogle but for legal reasons no if given this opportunity what would be the dream 
Pingo and or Poogle project. Or Pingo and or Pongo project. Um, honestly, just getting the chance to, like, sit down and be able to animate that, like, whole Starfinder campaign would be, like, the coolest thing. Yes, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. I have I, always... I would I, be so happy about that yeah yeah i i i think yeah i think i've i've talked about this with him before is i really just want to make a cartoon with cameron i would love for to have his writing and his direction and just being able to animate it would be so fun we've we've <laughs> i get so into things um and i get like really really like hyper fixated on things and i know that i overwhelm him sometimes like i was like we're gonna make a cartoon right now and i opened a google yeah, like, doc mm. yeah i was i opened a google doc and i was like let's make a, a cartoon about cowboys that cross dimensions and he was like <laughs> okay and we started writing it and we got through like half the google doc and then we never talked about it again <laughs> um no. But I would, I would love to make a cartoon. I would love to make a cartoon at some point. I think it's really, really funny. One of Cameron's favorite shows is SpongeBob. Okay. Yep. Um, and SpongeBob was made by what? What was his job? He was like a marine biologist. Yes, he was. Yeah. And yeah, Cameron also him. really wants to study biology. Um. And I feel like I feel like he's such a good writer. I feel like he could be like the next like SpongeBob show type creator. I feel like I feel like it's a little bit like Destiny. I feel like it would be really good. Uh, maybe I don't know about that, but hey, you know it's cool. I think I um, think, I think I, yeah. I do love writing, um, and it definitely would be something that I would, I don't know if I have that same kind of drive to include what interests me about nature and like living things to exactly my creative writing style. Um, I appreciate both, but I appreciate them both for different reasons. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I'd create a story about biology as much as I would, you know, just use my knowledge to like influence different things in like books and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm not really sure with with that. It's more of a hobby for me of writing and and character creation and that sort of thing. I mean that's valid. But so. even then, like what what Moose was talking about, like the animated series based on that campaign you guys were talking about. Again, sign me the fuck up, oh, yeah. like straight up. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be so fun. I think it'd be so good. I need to start because I'm I'm learning. I'm finally in a in a space at school where I am learning how to do animation. That's something mm -hmm. I wanted to do my, my whole life is I've wanted to make movies. I've wanted to make cartoons and I'm finally like starting to be able to get to do that. And so I think I'm going to, I'm going to just keep working at it. I'm going to keep improving that skill. And um, you know, if I, if I end up landing like a big studio job, that'd be so awesome. Um, and like maybe on the sidelines, I can start doing that because I, I really want to bring that to life at some point. And, and, and I was thinking, I've like the like uh, you've seen the the little things I've made for for class about Pingo and and Poogle and the silly things that they've been doing, mm -hmm. and I think like out over time, if if ever that we hit like I don't know what I don't even know much about Twitch, but I know you can hit like affiliate or whatever, and you can start doing like reacts and stuff. 
mm-hmm. um, or like not reacts, but like um, redeems. If you like do redeems and stuff, I would love to do sort of like what Johnny Jelly Jaw does. And he has those like big animated sequences right, or those like right. little animated like redeems and stuff. That would be so cool. I would love to do that with our streams. So that's like a smaller little project to do, but that's also something I would love to do at some point. Okay. Yeah, I could I'd be down for that. I'd be interested to see what what creatively you can bring into that. Maybe have like a uh, an anime like Clowns Attack or something along the lines of that. I think okay. this isn't this isn't much of animation. Yeah, you I know. This isn't much of like an animation thing, but I know at some point if we ever do reach that point where we can do redeems, I really want to redeem where you can change the color of Pinko's underwear. There you go. There you go. Have he it has undies. Such we- yeah, the the change change your undies like redeem or something. He has the weirdest color of underwear, and I feel like if you can like change it, I think it'd be so funny. I, I think I, it'd only be funny to me, but I still think it'd be really funny. I suggestion Whoa, like if, underwear purple. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like a suggestion, whatnot. Almost have it like a lottery kind of thing, like when people have enough points to have like redeem. So it's like you know, if you you know randomly, okay, there's a purple one, and there's like a pink one, and then there's like a, a legendary rare like gold underpants or something along the lines of that. Yeah, yeah. Like I could like I don't the know like gold. yeah, like the, the like covet. No, but then it's like under underwear NFTs. I don't know. No, do that no, yet. no, not NFT. You're not. You're, you're not the people are not NFL buying. <laughs> no, it's it's like a, it's like underwear. It's like it's like what is it? What are those games like the Gashapon games? Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> underwear, underwear, gotcha. But it's Pingo Pongo Poogle. I mean, it's with Twitch points that people culminate when they watch your stream. I mean, where where where's the loss in that? <laughs> That's true. You're right. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm 100. That's gonna be the first one I ever make. But there you, go. you know, if if ever. I, I think you'll get I personally think you'll get there now I'll get to why later but for this next question sadly we gotta get down from the dream scenario we gotta get okay. back to reality and I'll ask the sadly get ever back so to reality yep oh there's go gravity well, there goes gravity <laughs> <laughs> and I'll mom's ask spaghetti mom spaghetti yes mom spaghetti but I will ask the ever so generic question where do you both hope to see yourself say five to ten years from now um uh uh with a stable job that's a good start that's a good start yeah i i've never been one for a crazy dream i just want a nice place to live a nice job i don't know enjoying life i don't think this would be in the next too much of a crazy dreamer i don't think it'd be in the next five years five years but I mean, even then, like, you know, just even then, just like, hey, you know, even within like the next five years or so, just having a solid, stable place to live with a solid, stable job. I think that's possible. I think that's achievable. I don't see why not. Uh, School costs money. (laughs) Yes, I'm aware of that. Trust me, I'm still paying for I'm still paying for the school that I haven't finished yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yep. 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 But anyways, I'm getting too hung up on all sorts of different stuff. For this for this last question, as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I want to ask, and we'll end on a positive note, hopefully. But, you know, you both have been immersed in art in one aspect for another, whether it is a hobby or your career, one aspect for another. 
how important is art for you yeah. guys, not just for yourselves, but for the world as a whole? Um, I think it's incredibly important. And I feel like w without art, you can't really be human. I don't know. Like, it's just the ability to be creative is to make art. And if you can't be creative, I don't know. There's like something weird going on. If you like can't be creative, if you don't take pleasure in, in just if in taking photos of something pretty that you see, if you don't, if you don't indulge in beautiful sights or uh, like like creativity in painting something it doesn't even have to look good but just the act of like creating something painting something singing something listening to something like being able to register patterns in music that appeal to you that's like art that's like beauty and i don't know that's just you can't appreciate that that's weird <laughs> yeah and and isn't that like that's a good point is that being creative is innately human um and i i i so i sat here while you guys were talking about it and i even realized like here on my um on my on my computer screen right now all these little icons like i have steam i have my google chrome i have discord even this is all art this is all mm -hmm. something someone's created this is all technically technically art um and it's it's that kind of that that medium of art it just changes and i feel like art adds kind of part of life that's important if you if no one did art then it, it really wouldn't be worth it um all your favorite movies all your favorite video games all your favorite music you know like there's it's one of the reasons that make us human and one of the things that we celebrate most um and it's really important i think for culture and for people overall as humans well, there you go. That is wonderfully worded yeah. from both of you guys, if I do say so myself. Um, Thank well, you. Like I said before, that is all the questions that I have for you guys. Um, I've already showered you both with a whole bunch of praise, but I want to show you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do whatever the fuck I want. I flush. Say, look, Pingo, Pongo, or at least for this one, I'll address you guys. Look, Moose, Cam. Ever since I've gotten to, at least when it comes to Moose, ever since I've gotten to know you and see the art you've been able to create, I've been absolutely loving just about every single aspect of it or whatnot. Cam, I haven't been Aww. as active with you, and I, you know, I, I, I apologize. But even then, like you know, hearing just the stuff that you are invested in, um, hearing the like creativity you're able to exude in your own way, especially when it comes to the D and D campaigns and such, like it's incredible to know that like with both of you guys, there is a love for art and creativity. That's really going to be showcased on full blast. Whenever you guys get go all in when it comes to, you know, the Twitch streaming or whatnot, you know, Moose, whenever you announce that, you know, this ping pong, Google zone, you know, Twitch thing and like all the aspects of it. Like I, especially seeing like just even glimpses of how it's going to look or whatnot, like just right off the bat, I fell in love and I knew that, this was going to be something special one way or another. That's why I wanted to have you guys here. I want other people to know more than anything else that what you guys are going to be presenting, 
whether it's you know through this Twitch stream or wherever you guys do in your personal lives or whatnot, it's it's gonna be incredible, and I want other people to know that and be there to champion it more than anything else. Seeing the art you've been able to push out, uh, you know, hearing the stories you guys were able to tell today or whatnot, like I I have a true genuine love and appreciation for what you guys are pushing out there, and I know that with Pingo Pongo Poogle Zone, it it's gonna be just nothing short of just fun for everyone that's gonna be involved. So. Long and the short of it, at the end of the day, all I just want to say is thank you guys for what you are doing, and I am sincerely excited for what's going to be coming up next, because I know it's going to be a blast. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, yeah, it's going to be so I fun. I am so happy. So glad to be on this podcast. I, I knew, man, the moment that you like reached out and you were like, hey, would you like to be on the podcast? I was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. I love posts. <laughs> I was like gushing about it oh, yeah. the other day when I was uh, having lunch with Cam and our, and our other friend. I was like, oh, my friend's post is going to have us on his podcast. <laughs> look, I appreciate the kind words. And look, I knew at least when it came to you, Moose, I knew you were going to be on the podcast on the podcast at some point because every single time you post art, I I can't get enough of it. And especially especially with the previous thumbnail that you did with Duper, which again I appreciate it to no end or whatnot. Like that was so fun. I, I love doing that. I you you really nailed it with the aesthetic more than anything else. But like more than anything else, like just you know the art you've been able to produce and the the energy that you bring. And especially hearing that, like, you and Cam, like, having you both here, seeing the energy you both have been able to provide, how you guys bounce off of each other or whatnot, like, it makes me, again, excited to see how how you guys are going to be streaming, like, knowing that it's just going to be a fun ride for whoever's involved. And I want to be along for that ride. That is, what, that is the long and short of it. I want to be along for this incredible Pinga Ponga Poogle crazy, you know, extravaganza ride to Looneyville or whatnot. I am all for it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, you and the rest of the Poogles, uh, what is it, January 25th, right? Yes. January 25th. So we're launching? Yes, which... All which... right, there you got a little, little plug, little tease right yeah. there. <laughs> yes, yes, which which by the time this episode will be released will be like a day, well, it'd be, I guess, six days, because this is going to be coming out on the Thursday before. Yeah, uh, This is coming out January 19th. So January 25th, basically, if you, basically by next week, or the day before next... You guys know it. Next Wednesday. There you go. That's the best way to word it. Next Wednesday. You guys need to be watching their stream. And if you... And if people are curious and definitely want to see more when it comes to you guys. And especially figure out where in the world they can enjoy this insane animated ride. Go ahead and plug your guys' stuff for the people at home. Uh, the Twitch is Pingo Pongo Poogle. And the... Twitter is PPP Zone, spelled P E E, PPP Zone, um, Pingo Pongo Poogle. And then my Twitter is uh, Moose Sweaters, I think it is still, something like that. Um, and then Cam, I don't know. Cam, do you have a social media? I don't really have any any pl plugs to, to plug. Uh, just. Ditto, I suppose. <laughs> so support me by supporting Pingo. There you go. 
There you go. And uh, yeah. if you did miss any links, at least when it comes to, to, to Pingo or whatnot, I'll be sure to have them linked in the description below. I got y'all covered. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any final words before we sign off? Uh, I just, I just wanna, just wanna thank you for having us on this podcast. I've never been on a podcast before. I know, surprising, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, this has been so fun. Thank you, Post. Hey, I, I said it a million times yeah, before. I knew, so much. I, I knew I had to have y'all on more than anything else. Uh, thank you guys for bringing just a good, fun vibe for this episode. This was, this was fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, final words. Um, I love Cameron. No. <laughs> and i love oh pinga pongo so there you go i think that yeah, works out for yeah, all of us love you. <laughs> yeah love all around with that all i have left to say is for the people at home hasta luego mi amigos and good night <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking it to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate it. Uh, this was fun. <laughs> this was this was chaotic, high energy, uh, very silly, which is what I could hope for for an episode of podcasts like this. Uh, Pingo and Ponga. I know at least with Pingo, you know, I've been in a good couple of Discord calls with him, and you know, it, it's always just fun being in there. Uh, with him so uh, Pingo if you're listening to us and Pongo thank you both for taking times out of your day to, to do this this was fun and I sincerely hope that if it hasn't already given enough hype for your guys's debut hopefully it gives a little bit more you know that's that's the one thing that I, I at least attempt to to try to do where I can I know I don't have much pull in this you know community media space social media outlets or whatnot. I, I I don't have that grand of an audience. I don't have that much of an influence as a whole. But with what little bit I do want to give, I want to do everything I can to try to give it back to other creators, uh, other artists, and try what I can to really lift them up. You know, there's so many incredible artists. Just look at, you know, the fact that we've had over 110 episodes at this point. There are way too many incredible artists out there that don't get enough love and support. And I'm hoping that with what little bit this podcast can give to those people is more than enough for them. So, uh, yeah, I will reiterate this again. Um, their debut is coming up the following Wednesday after this episode releases. So January 25th, I expect a lot of you guys to be there showing a lot of love and support for Pinga Pongo when you can. Seriously, I, I, knowing the energy and knowing kind of the chemistry that those two have with each other, like, it's going to be a fun time. I sincerely hope you guys realize that they are going to be one of the most fun Twitch streams on the internet, period. So, 
if there's any way I can to, to help raise them up, I'm hoping I'm doing something right. You know, that's, that's all I can hope when it comes to this community that I've more or less built with you guys. That at the end of the day, no matter how big or small the support is, I hope that you guys are able to truly come together and really support these artists, really support these people that are doing incredible stuff, and really give them really give them more or less the opportunity to shine that they deserve. Because there's a lot of incredible talent out there. And, you know, you guys, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that they are not only incredible artists, but incredible humans, and they deserve all the love and support that they can. So do yourself a favor and, you know, today show a little more support for an artist than you normally would. You know, retweet some of their stuff, you know, comment how incredible it is, you know, reach, try to reach out to them in a, in a decent manner. Don't spam artists, but like reach out to them, let them know, Hey, your art really does inspire me. Because if there's anything that I have learned, any sort of support that these artists get is always more than welcome. Show that love and support for this community out there, guys. They deserve it. Especially nowadays, especially in animation. Oh, dear God. Oh, Lord, help us. But yeah, go and show that love and support today. 